the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy, because it feels so empty without Since me. I have been filling in, on occasion, I will send a clip to the producer. And in the time I send the clip till the time I start the show, the clip will have been removed. This has exclusively happened over the last three years with regularity. It had happened prior to that, but not with the kind of regularity we see here. Because the American people are as censored, are as propagandized as the Cuban citizen, as the Venezuelan citizen, as the former Soviet Union citizen. And the oligarchy that runs this country has been backdoor nationalized over the course of the last three years exclusively to where we believe this whore, this laughable fraud who was laughed off the, the, the stage of the nation in the 80s because he was stupid and a con artist and corrupt. And now they want you to believe that this thief, this crook, this asset of enemies foreign and domestic is the president. He is not. And every once in a while, he'll tell you he's not. This clip that I'm about to be played, or that I'm about to play for you, was censored by Forbes and by Google. We were able to find it, thanks to Bloomberg. They're a little slow on the censorship uptake. In the meantime, here's Joseph Robinette Biden, not just accusing Russia, although that's what it'll sound like he's doing, admitting he did not win the election. We've seen more disarray with Russian generals, most recently with the firing of a general who criticized the defense ministry, this following that rebellion by Prigozhin. Does this raise any new concerns about Putin potentially doing more drastic things uh, regarding Ukraine, like nuclear weapons, or potentially against the U.S., like election interference? Well, first of all, they're already interfered in American elections. Ta-da! When did they do that? Hey, you. You with the wet socks and the soiled diaper. When did they do that? They didn't. But that is the accusation. That is why for four years under the Trump presidency, when he actually won, the real hardcore Marxist mafia scum and the Democrats, Chicago Democrats, scallywag mafia member, they didn't even like to say President Donald Trump. And they were going to do anything they could, including shut down the count for four hours so they could strategically steal the office. Because that allegation he just made is either incriminating himself or the intention that is the result of the last phony election that this idiot pretends to be the president of. But one thing's for sure. He is 
the provocateur of World War III, absolutely and totally. So that would not be anything new. Uh, they did that last time they tried to. But I'm not kidding you when he should be removed. Because I don't know what excuse you want to put this under, because the Democrats, scourge and scum come up with good excuses, like the one for the cocaine. We don't know whose it is. It's an act of God. It just appeared. There's nothing. It's the perfect crime. This is what Democrats scum do. That's why Mike Madigan walks around and Ed Burks at the Viagra Triangle with a pocket full of Cialis, this stupid son of a dog that he is, along with their meathead kids. But this is an, it, this is an absolute outrage, and Joe Biden needs to be removed today. With regard to, I, I don't think there's any real prospect, you never know, but of, of Putin using nuclear weapons. He's moved nuclear weapons, but the whole time, in my opinion, provoked by the action of a corrupt foreign policy of America in conjunction with profiteers of the American foreign policy called NATO. See, because the allegations that Putin was making for years were right. Here are the undeniable facts. There are 25 to 30 U.S. funded bio labs in Ukraine. Oh, she's been canceled. Don't worry, you won't hear from her anymore. Her career is over. She doesn't step and fetch to the American propaganda. Not only has the West, but China and the rest of the world have said, that's don't go there. Don't go there. Number two. What the frack is this idiot talking about? I mean, have you no standards? Number three, I think that uh, determining what happens to Prigozhin, what happens to Vilnius, I mean, excuse me, what happens uh, when we... Did he, skip a, did he skip a number? I think he did. Discuss this in Vilnius is uh, God only knows what uh, what he's likely uh, to do. Well, I'm not even sure. We're not even sure where he is and what relationship he has. If I were he, I'd be careful what I ate. I'd be uh, keeping my eye on my menu. But all kidding aside, I- was that a joke? Was that a joke, you moron? What exactly are you alluding to? I uh, who knows. I don't know. I don't think any of us know for certain what the future of Prigozhin is in Russia. And, and so I, I don't know how to answer that question beyond that. The propaganda and the support for the greatest foreign policy theft in American history. And that's a bold statement because we've been the victim of a lot of propaganda, not just the one that started Vietnam. But it's happening across the pond as well. You know, he, he sort of he threatened me at one point and said, you know, uh, Boris, I don't want to hurt you. But uh, by the way, this is this, this, the, 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 the idiot from Europe with that crazy hair, Boris. And he's going to talk about how Vladimir Putin, he threatened me. He hurt me. He called me names. He made fun of my weight and my man boobs. Uh, with a missile, it would only take a minute or something like that, you know. Uh, you know jolly. Uh, but not Boris Yeltsin, Boris Johnson. I think from the the very relaxed tone that he was taking, uh, the sort of air of detachment that he seemed to have, he was just playing along uh, with my attempts to get him to negotiate. He said, Boris, you, you say that uh, Ukraine is, is not going to join NATO anytime soon. He said it in English, anytime soon. What is anytime soon? And I said, well, it's not going to join NATO for the foreseeable future. You know that perfectly well. But like every slimy 
politician, what they say means absolutely nothing. What you have here is the cover-up, the fact that the Americans, NATO troops, and the rest of them have already been fighting the Russians. It's not bad enough we're weaponizing. Or how are those cluster bombs going? Are these new ones, or have we been dropping them? Exactly who blew up the dam? Oh, Russia blew up its own dam. Who blew up Nord Stream 2? Oh, Russia blew up Nord Stream 2. Yeah, sure, we've been talking about it since Condoleezza Rice was in politics. However, it's all Russia. And what happens when you ask the dimwit in diapers... Uh, hearing this answer that no one can guarantee a future, are you worried that the political instability in U.S. will cause issues in the alliance in the future? Let me be clear. I didn't say we didn't guarantee it. We couldn't guarantee the future. See, because people, the American public, does not support this theft of the American taxpayers' money. They don't. There's always going to be a percentage, that 20 or 30 percent, the ones that are both willing to be propagandized or the ones in on the scam like the Cheney family or Lloyd Austin, they're always in it because it's like building an exit ramp in the sewer of Chicago. The money isn't accounted for, like O'Hare Airport. You can't tell me whether you're going to be able to go home tonight. No one can be sure what they're going to do. I'm saying as... Now, this is supposed to be the president of the United States. Does anyone know what the hell he's talking about? See, we're also turning a blind eye to the fact aside that he stole the election and is an asset of the communists and oligarchs around the world. He's suffering from a mental illness. Not the kind where he pretends to be a lady, the kind where he forgets his address. Sure as anything can possibly be said about American foreign policy, we will stay connected to NATO. Connected to NATO beginning, middle, and end. We're a transatlantic partnership. And that's the justification, along with the fact they believe Trump's presidency illegitimate, to cheat him in 2020 and cheat him again in 2024 and cheat anybody who is a threat to the government syndicate pretending to be our representative republic. I have been very, very direct with Secretary Stoltenberg and members of the alliance in saying that NATO members must finally contribute their fair share and meet their financial obligations. Well, here's a question. Right now, Ukraine's income is that of, I don't know, the south side of Chicago. How are they going to contribute? What's two and a half percent of nothing? Somebody ask a Chicago Democrat. They could figure it out. Fredrickson of Denmark and uh, the Ministry of Cobalt's daughter of Ireland. Uh, daughter of Ireland. You can tell that's a 40 slip. I'm thinking of home. Uh, Listen to the inability to enunciate the words. Listen to when he could enunciate, but still was a moron. I've done some dumb things. And I'll do dumb things again. So, ladies and gentlemen, I've been dumb. And if that wasn't bad enough, he's surrounded by other political whores who have been profiteering of policy as they promote the golden goose of all policies, the absolute lie and propaganda of global warming to build an empire around themselves. Now, whether you're aware and you understand how long this scam has been going on in the American people, or you're just oblivious to the only section of our economy growing, that of government, this should wake you up a little bit. Just again, I want to go back to my opening remarks. I want to talk about some of the lack of transparency and just say, Secretary, number one, can you direct me to your website, your landing page, your about your office section, mission statement section of your website? Well, I have a state.gov backslash whatever. I can direct you to the CN, the congressional notice, which had a very detailed chart that I have here. So I want you to think about John Kerry doesn't have a designated office. 
They call him what? Climate liaison? Climate czar? Why don't we just call him the minister of propaganda? Because that's what John Kerry spews. The whole time building an army of loyalist foot soldiers who are paid by you and me. Which lays but every our consular, office. every bureau, every they have a, a website, tells about their mission statement, everything. Do you have that at state? Because I couldn't, honestly, myself and my staff, we couldn't find that. Well, we certainly have a location. Now he has to look around to one of his useful toys, his foot soldiers of propaganda. Someone come up with an answer. Hurry. <laughs> if you all find it, get it to we us. Use the to state it. We use the State Department website. So... You use the states, but you don't have your... This might explain why we can't find $6 trillion in 20 years. Your own landing page on state that says about you, your mission statement, you name it. We check. I want to move on to some other levels of just what's going on with the hierarchy in your office. As I said, 2021 FOIA request, uh, your office replied that you wouldn't get back to it until about 2024. It's 2023. We'd like a few answers. Now, I'm not going to ask for... Think about government. You ask it a question two years ago, it tells you we'll get you the answer in three. What? I want the answer now. I'm paying for this moron. One of these. But I would love to know the names of the individuals that actually answer to you. Who are the ones that directly answer to you so we can know a little bit about your office? And then we'll give this chart to somebody in your office and maybe they can fill out the rest of the names while you're here answering questions for us. It would be very helpful. Who is your deputy envoy for climate? I have two deputies, and uh, they are well-known. They're very experienced people, Rick Duke and uh, Sue Binias. But I'm not going to go through all the Rick names. Rick Duke here. and who? Mr. Chairman, Sue Binias, who's one of the most experienced. We've got a guy working for us named German Sue Binias? I don't like the sound of that. No wonder I nicknamed it the Fourth Reich. Negotiators in the world. Is Mr. Chairman, let me just say to you. deputy? Mr. Chairman, I'm not going to fill them in here. In this way, because that would be a violation of our process within the... Oh, you have processes, like the Secret Service, who has processes not to report a traitor who's been selling out his country since he could remember his address. ...convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees, and I went over... Yeah, it all worked out for the mafia. State Department. You're not going to tell us who's I'm not going to go office. through them by name, because that is not the required process of the state. How about if I grab you by that ear and start banging your head off the table till you remember the names? Can we do it that way? What business could this hack, this fraud, possibly be employed with? Only one, the corrupt government. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. There it is, the Yayo. Oh, boy, oh, boy. It's always been plan D for me. You know, if I'm ever hijacked by the government, wrongfully accused, denied my due process rights and locked in prison, when I get out, all you have to do is move to Washington, D.C., sell a little Yale. They can't seem to find any of it. It explains so much of our problems here. And we're working the lockstep on to tackle climate crisis which you've been leaders on for a long time, and uh, in order to literally preserve our planet. It's the only existential threat humanity faces. No, the existential threat humanity faces is crooked, demagogue, fraud, whore politicians, such as yourself. And we don't have a lot of time, but I'm confident if we continue to work together, we can deal with it. 
And this brought me right back to yesterday. As I signed off, I said, ah, the tornadoes won't do anything Democrats can't do to you, which is pretty much destroy your home values, leave you depressed and hopeless. That's kind of what Democrats do to you. And um, the, the reason we're at this point is because people do not have perspective of what Illinois is. Am I the only one that remembers going through the library, or as it's called in Melrose Park, the library, and, and watching the devastation of the hurricanes, in, I mean, uh, the tornadoes in 1920 that went all the way across Illinois, you don't know about this, huh, Squirrel? No, because you're taught by these Marxist morons who want you to think, number one, you're entitled to things. Number two, you're so self-important, you can change things like the climate. And number three, this is all new to us. It was really remarkable, and it continues to uh, show how vulnerable Illinois is to tornadoes. Uh, We are happy to be joined once again by a man who should be on the Mount Rushmore of uh, climatology of tornadoes. Professor Victor Gensini is at NIU's Department of Earth. Victor Gensini is a 35-year-old moron. However, he's not half the moron the guy who's telling you how great he is. See, this is another meteorologist slash TV host with his bad dye job and his bell-bottom body and he's going to tell you this has never been seen before in illinois never it's climate change uh environment atmosphere department and uh, victor we appreciate you joining us again this morning you were very helpful last night when tim and caitlin were uh, doing the coverage you know what are your takeaways here from what happened well if we go back to living the way people did in the 19th century we give up oil and cars and conveniences and the quality of life, and we deny our own facts and reality, and we go back to subserviency to governments. It'll all be great. But see, lucky for you, you've got me. And I remember the kind of scum, swindling idiots these frauds are. I remember reading about things that happened 100 years ago, 103 years ago, to be exact. I was 11 years old. The tornado happened on Palm Sunday in 1920. Um, I was on the second floor of my church, which was a First Baptist at that time. And my sister, who was six, was downstairs. And all of a sudden, the plaster from the ceiling, the walls shook, the floor shook. It's an old recording. But that's she's describing the tornadoes that ran through unexpectedly on Palm Sunday. Illinois, with no warning whatsoever. And you know what happened? The people rebuilt, and they did things, and they didn't blame each other. And they didn't pretend they could fix it by making their neighbor poor and unable to move about the country. And the teacher quick grabbed us, and she said, carefully walk down the steps. And we walked down the steps with debris flying around, hitting us, but it was just soft plaster. It didn't really hurt us. See? Even if people were tougher, you get hit with a wall. Listen to the old lady. She was 11 years old. I shook it off. It didn't really hurt us. Listen to these pansies today. They'd be suing everybody, including their mother who owned the house. I got down to the first floor and my sister ran to me and hugged me. And I said, we're safe. I said, we're going to go home because we had been in Sunday school during the. You didn't you didn't blame Merle and his fat wife, Phyllis, and their Chevy. You didn't say, damn you, oil. What were you thinking? service and we started out on Dundee Avenue but there were so many trunks of trees that had fallen there was live wire that at last they suggested we go over to to Center Street not today today it's the end of the world and who are the most important people well first it's politicians then it's meteorologists who are built like Amish women 312-642-5600 Darling, is the wind blowing today? I'd like to watch television, darling.
He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. Oh, yeah. Studio 54. Without good-looking people. That's what Washington, D.C. is. Freaks. Drug addicts. Whores. I think that summed it up nicely. That should be the promo for my show. Reality is I've spotted these scallywags decades ago. They're all the same. Truly. And now Joe Biden is on his Disgrace the Nation European tour. And the idiot is exposing how weak we are when it comes to picking so-called politicians. That we would allow this moron to even pretend to be the president. And uh, what was the second part of your question? I don't know. I asked, how has Finland's position in the world changed during this Look, NATO membership process. Finland's already a strong, vibrant nation. That can't pay its bills. We pay the bills for that, too. This all could have been stopped had the last election results been honored. But they justified stealing the election because in their mind, Trump never won in the first place. We've seen more disarray with Russian generals, most recently with the firing of a general who criticized the defense ministry, this following that rebellion by Prigozhin. Does this raise any new concerns about Putin potentially doing more drastic things uh, regarding Ukraine, like nuclear weapons, or potentially against the U.S., like election interference? First of all, they're already interfered in American elections, so that would not be anything new. Uh, They did that last time they tried to. Exactly. What, hey, Wrong. you. Hey, dementia face. Exactly. Which one are you referring to? Hey, whore. Hey, moron that had to pull out of the last time he ran for president because the nation realized what kind of an idiot, a liar and a cheat you were. That was before the evidence was you were also an asset of communists and oligarchs around the world. Now you've got your phony office and now we're at the precipice of World War Three. But the money is flowing. Not everybody's in. Not everybody is buying this lie. Kind of like your climate change and your phony czar, John Kerry. See, what we realize is the government now is spending double in every giveaway possible, not just foreign policy. Turns out the White House has doubled what it costs the American people to pay. Joe Biden has hired and paid twice the amount as Donald Trump. Organizations and bureaucracies like John Kerry, unelected bureaucrats who are czars in our nation, doubled under this idiot. But the greatest theft of all, bar none, is this Ukrainian oligarch. Let's fund the Stefan Bandera Nazi money. President Zelensky is under fire for corruption. A new report says he embezzled the aid money. It was released by an American investigative journalist, Seymour Hirsch. He says Zelensky and his team have embezzled about $400 million. The wife of a Ukrainian politician has been caught allegedly smuggling $28 million and 1.3 million euros in cash. See, there's a lot of Americans that are aware of this. And uh, in some corners, we even have some politicians who are aware of this. Now, admittedly, I have met Matt Gates. I've talked to him, and I really like him. By the way, whatever happened to the allegations of him sleeping with underage women? Hookers in the, in the Washington, whatever happened? Oh, that was another lie made up? Just went away. Just got away. Where did it go? We don't talk about it anymore. Kind of like the cocaine in the White House. Just don't talk about it. Matt Gates did not participate in underage women. He didn't do it, but he is a big threat to the Leviathan. 
This amendment is quite similar to the prior one, but it wouldn't just strip the cash out of the bill. It would not require further security assistance to Ukraine. And I offer this amendment because the Biden administration is sleepwalking our great country into a world war. The American people did not sign up for this, and I believe Congress needs to have the solemnity to be able to stop this madness. I miss the days when Democrats used to be anti-war. And I listen- that was before they got cut in on the profit, young Matt Gates. After the Republicans okayed the greatest financial fraud perpetrated in humanity, their lifting of the debt ceiling, the debt has already gone up $800 billion. Where is Congress? Oh, they're on vacation. What are they doing on vacation? They're raising money. Oh, they're back for two weeks. Now they make speeches. In the meantime, I want them to pull this wrinkled ass old crook out of office by his collar. Well, he still can remember he was faking to be president. Rich, Indian Head Park. Hey, Sean, how you doing? Wonderful. Listen, Sean, you've been talking about how corrupt this government is. Well, people better really seriously start listening to you. Because now there's another cover-up about this cocaine investigation. They just closed it after 11 days. Yeah, how many I love it, man. go after during January It's 6th? like Crook oh, County. It's like Crook County, Illinois. It's the best. It's like the two family court judges that sit on the Table of Wisdom LLC with the crooked alderman, Ed Burke. It's out in the open. It's out in the open. Here, what do you you think? You caught us? Nah, we're going to look at... You know what we found? Nothing. Now shut up and stop talking about it. That's the American government. The Secret Service has been following this crook around since he was pretended to be vice president. Since he was laying the foundation for this theft of our money in Ukraine. And they said, Gats on Ghoul. They followed him when the Chinese, he was sitting with the sun. They knew about the text. They knew about the laptop. These are crooked, crooked people. That's why you have to go to high ground, baby. You got to go to decent states. But that's not the only thing. You got Ray, he can't answer a question. You got Carrie lies about the climate change. And the one thing that really got me that I heard I believe it was this morning or maybe last night about these Democrats not voting for a bill to give uh, a bigger sentence to child traffickers. Oh, they like what the, the child. What's wrong with this party? Oh, come on. Their whole oh, premise, the what? foundation of their, the cornerstone of their fracking existence is so that mothers can kill babies if they don't like their check balance or the wind blows or for whatever other reason. And people like me and you got to pay for it. These are old time Fourth Reich Government supremacists. And how's it turn out for people that live in these Democrat sewers? Heartbroken neighbors say it was people working to clean up this home behind us that found the body of the 10-year-old girl Saturday afternoon. They say this crime has shaken the entire community and even just the visual of this house brings back nightmares. I don't like pulling back in here and looking at this, just knowing. Did you hear about this story, Squirrel? This piece of dung had done it twice before and was let out of prison? By the government? So the government is directly responsible for the murder of this kid. Just knowing That doesn't bother the government. They like murdering kids. Somebody's baby lost their life back there. Over the weekend, police announcing charges against 44-year-old Antonio Monroe, a convicted sex... How much does the government pay Planned Parenthood? What, do they, what is Planned Parenthood? Oh, they do mammograms? Oh, and they hack babies up in the meantime. Defender accused in the kidnapping and murder of 10-year-old Destiny Huggins and the kidnapping of her 6-year-old sister... Monroe is accused of luring the two girls who were outside playing into the backyard of this abandoned home, promising them money before attacking them. No one ever wants to get a knock on the door here from the... See, but Monroe 
dirtbag, scumbag, pedophile Democrat that he is should have been in a prison cell tied to one of the bars with a feather duster in his mouth. Police that their child has been murdered, especially an innocent child. A criminal complaint filed in Winnebago County says Monroe strangled the six-year-old until she lost consciousness. Police say she was able to escape and run for help, but Destiny didn't survive her injuries. All of it should have never happened because this low-life scum had been caught by the authorities twice before. But the government let him out. The government is directly responsible for the death of that child. And how many more? How many more? Not just in this country, but others. We have heard that a half a million children have died. I mean, that's more children than died when, when, in, in Hiroshima. And, and, you know, is the price worth it? I think this is a very hard choice, but the price, we think the price is worth it. They can justify anything, like every sociopath, like every despot. It's all because they think it's worth it. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I'm saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig and an absolute disgrace. Thank you. Oh, this is the this is the burnout blow song. See, before you did the Studio 54 blow song. These filthy animals. Do you know how lucky I am, Squirrel? You know, in my era, this was not tolerated. Not tolerated. I, I, I do not have one friend who was a drug addict. Not one. Wouldn't tolerate these filthy pigs. I never hung around with Democrats, though. See, when you hang around with Democrats, you got to tolerate all kinds of scandal. Low living. Roach living. Like the Biden family. Abigail Wheeler was a member of the YMCA in Springfield, Illinois. She was a part of the swim team. And after practice, she went to the girls' locker room to change. And that's where she claims she saw a naked man changing right in front of her. It's Illinois. It's Illinois. And that's allowed. There's some downsides to having the Democrat scum rule over areas. I think this is, again, just a real-life nightmare with a real-life monster. Court records show Monroe has a lengthy criminal history dating back decades. He was sentenced to prison in a 2002 case for being a felon in possession of a weapon, released on parole in 2006, according to the Illinois Department of Corrections. He was also convicted in a 2010 case where he sexually assaulted a 19-year-old woman in Peoria County, starting his sentence in 2011 and being released on parole in 2018. Neighbors say the more details they're learning, the more their stomach seems to sink. 2018, 2018, 2018. Who was making decisions in 2018? This is before COVID, right? We had to let out the pedophiles and the scum and the rest of the Democrat base because we didn't want them to get COVID. It could have been anyone. It could have been anyone. Anyone's child, anyone's daughter. It could have been me, mine. Investigators now eyeing Monroe in connection with the death investigation in Schaumburg. According to Schaumburg Police, 24-year-old Natalie Negray was found dead in a hotel room on July 5th. But her Just how many people does this low-life scum have to kill? Rape and rob before we kill this dirty son of a dog. Cause of death still hasn't been released. Police believe Monroe was with her. I know what. Let's abort him. Let's abort the convicts and pardon the babies. What do you say, Democrat scum? Just get to me when you, your hangover's done. 
before her body was discovered, and they confirm her vehicle turned up in Rockford days ago. Meantime, in Rockford, the community is banding together to remember. Oh, the He'll still vote Democrat in the next 17 elections. Bill Hinsdale. Hey, Sean, you're bringing your A game today. It's great, great listening. Um, real quick, I would bet my house then. Ask Joe Biden a question, a two part question. There's not a chance in hell he wouldn't say, and now what was your second question? But anyway, let, let me just real quick, and I just want to hear what you got to say about this. If if these two scumbags took $5 million bucks each, why can't they just figure out that $5 million go in this idiot's bank account <laughs> Come on, from Bill. 2013, 2017, Bill, 2019? They're not investigating you, baby. You, they could tell you how much money you tipped the girl at Starbucks today. But here, we got the cocaine, we got the yayo in the White House. Cameras, logs of visitors, everything. Whose is it? I don't know. Wrap it up. Like like the ghetto of Chicago. You, Everybody knows what Ed Burke, his scum family, like Madigan, the rat lobbyists. Just pick an alderman. And all their moron kids, their fat-ass daughters, the, all the roaches. And you, I don't know. I don't know nothing. The FBI's, the FBI's office is a quarter mile away from Mike Madigan. The guy who dries your car off at the car wash in Wooddale knows Mike Madigan is a freaking gangster and a clout-heavy Chicago Democrat gangster. And the FBI had no idea? 50 years. I got no idea. I mean, come on, brother. How much evidence you need? Specific to the FBI, the court said this. The FBI's failure to alert social media companies that the Biden laptop story was real and not Russian disinformation is particularly troubling. So run it through bureaucracies. I don't know. The left hand doesn't know what the right hand's doing. And the next thing you know, Alexei Janulius is the Secretary of State, and he's cleaning it up. you got to be an absolute freaking moron. Go ahead. Yeah, no, I just I just think that whatever your affiliation is, your party affiliation, you're getting really tired of hearing the bull crap answers, the slow walk, the the... You know, stand down, all this crap, and 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 like like this Christopher Ray, I I would have punched that guy in the face a thousand times oh, yesterday. Please, he would have called his lawyer. Here's the thing: you got to remember, Bill. It's like that in Democrat areas in Washington D.C. is a Democrat area, but there are 21 states looking to nullify the corrupt federal bureaucracy participating in convention of the states. My suggestion is: you want to feel good about life, go to one of those states. Because the the ones that promote all kinds of disgust and despicable nature, they're getting kind of hard to live in. It was a man identifying as a woman, a trans man. And as any 16-year-old girl would, she felt uncomfortable. So she went to her swim coach who said, there's nothing they can do about it. See, my my kids are older than that now, but they would have called their daddy. and Their daddy would have handled it. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show. This looks like on top of me, so everybody just follow me, because we need a little controversy. 
My next guest is a name that a lot of Illinoisans know. He's the president of Parents Involved in Education. He is also the Downers Grove Township Republican Organization Committeeman. And aside from that, he's a grassroots organizer. And rumor has it, he's fresh from a trip where he talked to Senator Mike Lee. He's the father of three. He is Terry Newsom. Terry, how are you? Hey, how's it going, my favorite uh, host? Oh, good. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, How did the trip go to Washington, D.C.? Because this is one where you probably will not be questioned by the authorities, although nothing's off the table in a fascistic government. How did it go with Mike Lee? It, it went really good. We, uh, I was with the Center for Self-Governance, who is uh, going after Southern Poverty and Law Center for labeling you know, parents, you know, individuals like myself, politics. Maybe you're probably on their list as well. I hope so. And uh, so I went with some other it's victims. My dream. In fact, uh, yeah, there, was a, there was another older gentleman from the uh, Bundy Ranch, uh, old guy, d- didn't even, long story, he, he, he was put in jail for six years, and he got there after the standoff. Wow. And um, so we got we all got to speak, you know, our personal stories. And I think, you know, finally, what really triggered the Republicans is when they recently uh, Southern Poverty Law Center put 12 of us parents groups on their hate list. You know, Moms for America, uh, Moms for Liberty. Yeah. Parents involved in education. No left turn. That triggered them. You know, but they don't put. Antifa, Black Lives Matter on there. Well, you can't play the equivocation game with with communist sympathizers. That's what these organizations are. This is they've been on a list themselves back when the government didn't like communists before it started to practice and employ communists. So I, you know, that tit for tat thing. It 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 it's it's tough because it's not the tale of two justice systems. It's a favored justice system for the gangster government. So to do that, you know, it's like arguing against Chicago Democrats. Their kids are set up as phony lobbyist bag men, just like a Hunter Biden. When they get caught, nothing happens to them. But in the meantime, what has been your experience? Because I know you've been also involved with the Illinois Republicans that are very similar, except their suits seem to be better made. What has been your experience with the vast majority of the Illinois Republican establishment? Have they had the meetings at uh, Denny Haster's house or how's he doing, by the way? I thought he was dying like six years ago. He's like Jimmy Carter. I think he's doing jumping jacks. Yeah. So first transition, the Southern Poverty Law Center has been, I don't know if you knew that, I, I didn't know this, they had a whistleblower status, it's going to come out soon. Mm-hmm. So Bureau of Land Management, Department of Defense, all these different agencies, even down to the state and local level, they're being paid. The Southern Poverty Law Center has a consulting group, yeah, and they're being paid to talk about extremisms. Who's mm-hmm. the extremist? It's us. Yeah. Not the left. And they're, they're taking our tax money. Yeah. And then they're training them to mm-hmm. look at and identify us as extremists that are labeled by the left. So they're going to go after their nonprofit status. And hopefully they're the Bureau know. of Land Management is headed up yeah, by so a that, woman who was an eco terrorist and spiked trees. This is a Marxist mafia. This is how they spread the wealth. This is why Joe Biden's White House spends twice as much as Donald Trump's on hiring these Marxist apparatchiks to pretend to look busy. Their government yeah. sloths and scum and roaches. That's what they do. Leech. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So then, um, you know, back, I guess back, you know, pivoting back to Illinois, um, and throughout the state, you know, we've been divided between the grassroots and the GOP, and it's been a big challenge. We've got the Democrats who are totally aligned, you know, so we don't have a, you know, we don't have a chance in hell unless we get aligned. So there's supposed to be some alignment, you know, between the, the state level. 
I'll talk a little bit about Monday night. The Donnersville Township Republicans had a meeting um, with Jim Zay. He's the DuPage commissioner, just a useless mm-hmm. piece of crap. And um, so one of one of our uh, commissioners, Sam Torrentori, donated a thousand dollars to Deb Conroy, our enemy, right? Mm-hmm. And they got upset, and they tried to defend it. He tried to defend this donation. They said they need to work with the Democrats. He told us not to dwell on the past. Mm-hmm. Um, the thousand dollars. This guy Sam actually said this. His embarrassment to Italians. He said his mother always told him to bring gifts when he's invited somewhere. So he went to a Deb Conroy fundraiser with the buddy of his, and he donated a thousand dollars. Yeah, because his mom told him. Oh, to. don't worry. He'll get and, it back in the money laundering scheme of the corrupt Illinois government. Don't worry. He'll get it back. Then that arrogant weasel, you know, told everyone, you know, that that he could have lied and he could have gave the thousand dollars to somebody else. Yeah. Instead of saying, you know what, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have done this. Uh huh. These guys were arrogant. You know, they, they were arrogant. Even Jim Zane, them, they said, you know, I don't even have to be here tonight. That's all half-ass gangsters are. Half-ass gangsters have always been like that. It was your first time being around these morons, and they yeah, they, I, they have I, the I, arrogance I, of winning because they really are. They're running a con job, which is why at a certain point you have to recognize it and cut the bait from this rat organization that has sat idly by and in most cases participated in the corruption. Like so many of the Illinois State Republicans who are involved in the video game poker machines or the dispensaries of marijuana that have been such an asset to the people of Illinois. They like the organized syndicate and they think they're in on it. They're just morons and they look... They, they, first of all, they, they, they look the way they are. They look like desperate, phony morons. And it explains the look of dissatisfaction among so many of their women's faces. Go ahead. Yeah, so I sent this Zay guy an email a couple months ago. You know, he's sitting there bragging that he's the longest sitting DuPage uh, commissioner ever. Ooh, look and at I you. The guy, I said, listen, I, I go, I wouldn't be bragging about that. If I had any common sense, that means you were here since we're bright red and you took us over to Cliff to the Blue. So why are you even bragging about that if you had a, an inkling of common sense? So I, I think, too, it's like, you know, guys like this running a we, – we, we need to work together to fight for, for, for our kids, for our, our, for our state. Mm-hmm. And having, having them give this guy a pass is just another slap in our face. You know, they should apologize and said I was wrong. Be so you've been involved in this. You, I mean, you didn't really – you weren't in politics for, for – you didn't no. start out in politics. How long have you been involved no. with fighting no. the Leviathan of corruption of Illinois Democrat mafia-run government? How long have you been involved in it? I, well, uh, two years ago, my kids were going freshmen. I, I, I was a, I, I registered as a Republican in 2013, <laughs> you know, Italian-American <laughs> Democrat family. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So here, I'm going to, you know, listen, you've been two years into it. So let me ask you, have you had enough of waking up to the fact that the Illinois Republicans are simply better dressed than the Illinois Democrats, or are you thirsty for more? I so, um, I think historically, yes, they are, and, and there's got to be some changes that need to occur. Uh-huh. And, and here's, and I don't want to sound like you know a weasel here, but I'm like to some of us. But you know, <laughs> as we come up, we're the foot soldiers, right? We're like the union workers, or the grassroots people. And then we got the GOP that raises the money and the funds and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And unless we figure out how to get these guys to come to our side to to, to support the things we support, yeah, we're going to go out as grassroots people and mm-hmm. kind of fumble our way through. And we need we need to figure it out. So I, you I had a grassroots meeting recently. 
Tell the people, yeah. how did that go? Did it go great? Did the Republicans send a liaison there to welcome you? Yeah. And, um, yes, they, they, uh, they actually did. They sent, uh, they sent somebody who was, who's going to be, <laughs> somebody who's going to be driving the alignment between the grassroots. And, and actually, um, he did, uh, make a mistake. He, he personally huh. apologized in some of his statements that he blanketed all of us with a state. I'm trying to be politically correct here. I'm new at this. Yeah, thing. I'm sure he's very sincere. Um, and he, 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 he apologized for the way it came out. I, I shared my concerns and, and how I viewed it as well. As if we were all being blanketed as keyboard wearers and never built anything ourselves. But there was a lot of uh, followers that on the grassroots side that never built grassroots organization. They had the biggest mouths, and they don't do shit. Do, oh, do, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah, do yeah. Anything. Hit the okay. They don't do anything. Here's the thing. No problem. I got a. I got a. I got a quick question for you. Did you ever see the checkbook with the balance of Ken Griffin's money, or are they pretending they spent all fifty million dollars? And will you be invited to the announcement that Richard Irvin is running for Dick Durbin's seat with uh, the balance of half of the money, the other half that probably will be very difficult to find? Have you? uh, Have you been? Wooed by the corruption in the Illinois Republican Mafia, are you going to start wearing an Oberweiss shirt and selling ice cream? What are you doing? Yeah, no, no, I will never do that. All right, good. I will do my best. So, so my goal is to make sure people start fighting for our kids. You know, you can't have Republican even even people that were grassroots that ran for school boards. Sean, they're scared to say, "Hey, this porn's not good." We don't want drafts, but they're scared to say it. They're hey, listen. Scared to, they're uh, scared to let us support them, well, like yeah. like myself. So how does it go? Do they say, hey, I would prefer it if you stop talking to my nine-year-old about uh, sexual acts, men-on-men love in the Forest Preserve, and other Illinois Republican parking spots. How does it work? How do you, how do you politically yeah, correctly uh, well, so reject the, the pornification of grade school? Here's what I'm going to start doing. So, for instance, in Downers Grove, we got the porn king and queen, the Castens. Sean Caston and his wife was on the school board, and they support this porn. They, they, they absolutely support it, the drag queens. And there's a difference between supporting the LGBTQ kids and, and sexualizing and giving oral sex pictures to our children. Well, there's a there's difference a between – here's the other thing, Terry. And we've got to get back to this because if we're fighting the collectivist argument and the collectivist argument wins – I'm an individualist. I do not care how someone dresses. I never have. You want to pretend yep. to be a woman? God, go ahead. Go do it. Just here's where I draw the line. Men, leave the girls alone. That's it. Yeah. Leave the girls alone in the bathroom. Leave the girls alone in the locker room. Leave the girls alone. Now, you want to walk around and look ridiculous? That's okay. I'm used to Jan Schakowsky. I got Lori Lightfoot. I got Dr. Awardy. There's a tremendous amount of punchlines walking around. Go ahead, dye your hair purple, and fit yourself into some yoga pants. I find it funny as I see yeah. it naturally. I don't mind. I agree but with don't you. bother the girls and the kids. Leave I, the I kids you, alone. Uh, I agree with you a thousand percent. Now we got Prickster walking around. Uh, Speaking of the girls. Law that we, can't, we can't even. So even if we win the whole school board now, Sean, right? He, he put that law in place. That if we win the school board, we remove the pornographic books. They're going to take our tax dollars and not fund our schools. You know, he just—I don't know if you knew that—he put that in, in the place. And again, none of us, none of us are against the, the LGBTQ kids. Let you know, we sh- should support them. But to just you know, I got four girl twins. I don't care if they're kids or adults. Go your own way. It's your own life. Live it. You don't have to live it according to my standards. Few can.
Right. But the yeah. reality is I don't have to adapt to your debauchery. I don't have to right. pretend. It's hard enough for me to pretend half of the women are women, let alone these 65-year-old men. So at a certain point, you go ahead and be grotesque in your own life. I mean, look at the Bidens. You can go far being a scumbag. But leave yep. the children alone. And here's the other thing, Terry. I hate to tell you this because I'm the worst guy for this stuff. The worst. Because there is no Illinois Republican Party. There are Democrats with better suits to me. But the reality is yep. there's two answers to this problem. And only two in these Democrat states. It's a two-part answer. A, you put your kid in private school and you watch them. And you watch them and you remind those private school teachers that they are there because of your will. They don't have a cushy contract and a gangster government to protect them. That's A. B is you do what I should have done and what I will do with my unborn grandkids. You educate them and keep them away from these scum. And that's the end of the game because it's already when you're in a state that's so steeped in organized labor extortion, mafia union control as Illinois, brother, stick a fork in that pig. You got $8 billion in Ed O'Hare. I'm there three times a month. When's the last time you were there? Not a straight freaking uh, board or a clean tile, and the transportation secretary is going to give them $7 billion more, and nobody gives a rip about the first $8 billion. They like yeah. the stealing. They like the dailies. They think the Democrats, they're going to get in the mafia. And to a certain extent, when you look at the Illinois Republicans, there's a couple ways to get in it. You could be one of those scumbags. I mean, the Durkins made a fortune. Brady's got how many uh, uh, video game par- parlors that he's invested in? How many? I mean, you could make a fortune. And then you get to act like you're disgusted. The whole time being the cancer itself. So to me, that's what we're facing. I wish you the best of luck. You know, I love the fight you put up. Where can the people go to keep an eye on you? Um, I, I'm on uh, Facebook uh, at Terry Newsom 357 on Facebook. All right. I prefer to call it asshat, but they know what you mean. Is there anywhere else? Yeah. Uh, I'm on Getter uh, as Terry Newsom. <laughs> Nice. All right. Well, you've t- hey, your name's already been out there. You're, you've been attacked for two years. In fact, you were at January 6th. I have the benefit of knowing that. You were right by Ray Epps. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Yep. Do you think Ray Epps voted for Donald Trump in 2016 or 2020? <laughs> no. All right. Fair enough. Thank you very much. Terry Newsom. I wish you the best of luck. Thank You're that little ant that could. Thank you very much. You can beat that rubber tree plant. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. Well, Squirrel, it's why I rarely talk about the Illinois Republicans. They're the reason we're in this predicament. They normalized the Democrat mafia for decades. It's didn't happen overnight. I was at an event, I can't remember where, and there was a, a nice guy, obviously well intended, but ultimately stupid talking about what an Illinois Republican Mark Kirk was, and then invoking notable scum Republicans like Paul Ryan and the rest of it. That's, I, I, you have to be so oblivious. Let's say you're, you're a decent guy and you, you bought the line that there's two parties and we're going to put up a fight, and you can't figure out the money, the amounts of money, the trillions of dollars unaccounted for. You're unaware of the hundreds of billions In just the housing and urban development department of our government, let alone the EPA and the rest. Let's say you're totally unaware. These people have been in this system for decades. Illinois Republicans are in it. They got the gas cards. They got the phony expense accounts. They got the bull dung money. They got the ridiculous pensions. They don't want 
to solve the problem of corruption. They just want to limit it a little bit. That's what an Illinois Republican is. You know, we complain about the, the taxes in Illinois, and Pritzker added 45 cents. There's a dime, a dime a gallon, implemented on every gallon, and it has been for 30 fracking years. And a Republican put it on. Denny Hassard was another scum Republican with a cabal of Republicans who was front-running government policies to buy land in development of expressways and airports and the rest of it. Republicans! You look at the syndicate of legal marijuana sales. Republicans in control of the distribution license and the growing license and all that. Am I supposed to pretend they're the good guys? They're not the good guys. The good guys are the the people who speak of individual, who speak of right versus wrong, legal versus illegal, elimination of corruption. The Republicans make you feel like they're going to fix it if you just hang on a little longer. And they sign the dotted line on every atrocity because they want a bigger office. They want more expense for their cars and their gas and their side girlfriends. Springfield is a joke. When I was a kid, Squirrel, my buddy got a job there. I went there to visit. I said, look at these animals, how they live. You want to talk about partying. I was going to open up a club there. Name it Vices. Everything from strippers for girls to boys, you name it. That's what goes on in Springfield. It's Caligula for Illinois gangsters. That's what it is. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, man. Thanks for taking my call. Thanks for making it. You know how uh, you know how they say that the um, men are from Mars and uh, women are from Venus. Yeah. If you're not a man or a woman, it must be from Uranus. Oh, but on done. All right, good. I didn't expect a good joke from. You. Nice. All right. I appreciate that very much. Three one two six four two fifty six hundred. We'll be back. Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, in the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. <clears throat> I remember when the Daily Moron, well, it's so many scandals. One guy hit a he- kid in the head with a baseball bat, then the nephew... 270 pounds of meathead stupid, short in the pants, mafia stupid, hit the 90-pound weekly on Rush Street and killed the kid. You remember that? He got whisked away. I remember thinking, these Democrats scourge, man. They could get away with fracking murder, get away with anything. So when you see this story about blow, yeah, no kidding. They're all scum. They're all drug addicts. You think they're going to go down? They're not going to go down with anything. And now that they're in the Positions of power, and they wield the so-called Department of Justice. Now you've got to worry about anybody that's not in the mafia. And that's what um, Levi Strauss's great, 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 trust fund baby pansy grandson, who looks like a lemon with a nose on it, called David Goldman, had to say. There are those who argue that, look, Donald Trump is not any other citizen. He is the leading candidate for the Republican Party, a major candidate who could become the next president. During a heated presidential campaign, is it good for the country and right that one of the main candidates would be on trial? 
Well, I think the question of whether it's good for the country is separate from whether or not this motion should be granted. The fact of the matter is Donald Trump was under investigation long before he announced running for president. So posit this, Anderson. Let's say I'm under. Posit this, Anderson. Shut your mouth, trust fund Sally. In the meantime, why do you sit idly by when an asset of the Communist Party, the asset of Ihor Kolomoisky, and every other Ukrainian oligarch and a couple of Russian oligarchs steals the White House and lives like a multimillionaire, lives like he actually was a businessman. Where are you, David? Or are you so oblivious to reality because you yourself are a trust fund pansy that you don't know that normal people do not buy DuPont mansions without having jobs other than a two-bit lowly senator? You know, you spend more in whorehouses than Joe Biden ever made in his life. And you don't wonder how he owns the real estate investment he has, let alone the, the suits and the payoff to the family. See, you do know, David Goldman, because you're just another gangster. And you sat idly by because you wanted to keep your grandfather's, your great, 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 great grandfather's gene money for sewing denim together. Under criminal investigation, I know it. And here I am in Congress. I decide I'm going to declare my candidacy for the president. Does that mean that? No, no, no. The way you wanted to keep your multi-billion dollar inheritance was to go into politics and assure that you and your fellow Marxist trust fund babies will never be taxed. See, I see you. You're hard to look at with that lemon head and that giant nose. I cannot be prosecuted because I've declared myself a candidate for president. No, of course not. Oh, trust fund, baby. I could see you a mile away. You're not interested in justice. And if you were, how come Trump was never under all of these problems when he was a Democrat? When he was hitting the stump for the reverend of perpetual tax evasion, Jesse Jackson. How's he doing? Him and Jimmy Carter are hanging on, huh? You guys look great. Uh, Scott, Chicago. Hey, I got a question for you. All right. How do the schools or the city make money from all this transgender activity? I listened to the guy before, Terry. Yeah. And he was talking about all the debacle, which he's, you're not going to change the, you know, where's my system here in Illinois? It's too great. You and I agree. They can steal all the money. They're, they're going to cons- consistently steal. Yeah. Always have been, always will. Yeah. How do you make money from allowing kids? To become transgender in these systems, I, I don't, don't understand. Well, it. I think it, I think if you look at the, the 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 in total the macro picture of this agenda, and you realize I don't know how old you are, but you sound like you're probably around my age, and you realize seventy five. Oh, you're, you're older than me, and you re, but you realize. Think about this: when your kids were in school, what was the what was the percentage, in your opinion, of kids that your kids went to school with that were on drugs for depression or for attention deficit? How have you seen that industry just explode, right? So of when you course. see yeah, when you the see the it was pot and all kinds of stuff. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm talking. I'm talking about legalized AD, ADD, ADHD. But aside from that, just depression. Now you're 75 years old, right? So that means your mother or your father were probably depression babies, right? Right. Did you ever hear either one of them use the word anxiety? <laughs> Never. Okay. I don't think they finished school. But my point is, you see, when you can imprint and, 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 and suggest these ailments on children, they are forever the consumer of a system of pharmaceutical profiteering. Forever. So the drugs is where the, the money is. Well, the drugs and the surgeries. 
Don't forget about the surgeries. and the, I just read something about the AMA and American Thinker about that. And yeah. I think you got something there. It okay. all feeds on itself, but it starts with the, the implementation and the indoctrination of children. This could never start with you. Because, Scott, they would have came to you when you were a man raised by depression kids and said, your kid uh, has attention deficit disorder. You would have looked at the teacher and said, that's because you suck and you bore him. Right? It's a different world now. Now these parents yeah, want to please strangers. See, you're, you didn't want to please a stranger. You didn't give a rip about us. You were the king of your castle, and your kid had the producer. He got a thumping. Society has changed, babe. And now it's about breeding profiteering. It's about a consumption economy where the, the, the living, breathing citizen is entitled to everything. And it must be provided. And who pays for it? Well, everybody else. It's the backdoor nationalization of collectivism. And in there lies the problem. Thank you, Scott, for the call. I truly appreciate it. Oh, here he goes. Here he goes. From Austin, Texas, telling Illinoisans how to save themselves. Kevin, two times. Hey, Sean, where do you live? You live in Florida now, don't you? Absolutely. And every time I'm back in this sewer, it makes me want to take more and more of my fellow Illinoisans back with me. I want them all to live with me. And you're telling guys in Illinois not to do anything. No, no, no. I am telling them to do something. Illinois needs more Terry Newsom. No, Florida needs no more Terry Newsoms. Florida needs more AM560 listeners. Florida needs more good people because Chicago, Illinois, they like the scumbags. They vote for them all the time. You just elected two. Fetzel Pritzker and the moron in Chicago. Pay attention, will you? 312-642-5600. I'll be back after this. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. This is where we win in the choices we have. There are some choices you do not have. It's funny when we talk about Illinois. Did you know since Rod Blagojevich, the low-life, connected, Democrat, mafia, scumbag that he was and is and will always be, was the governor of this state. International funds, people of character, and true capitalists, not corporatists, avoided anything to do with Illinois because they understood Illinois is the capital of American corruption, American communism, and the Democrat short-in-the-pants mafia party. They understood to stay away from it. Now, Republicans knew that, too. And rather than really beat back the corrupt Leviathan, who did they put in? Who did they put in? Seven foot of stupid Bruce Rounier and his pro-abort, less than handsome wife. And what did he do? Got on goal, strengthened the Democrat mafia, and did nothing for the Illinois Republicans that supported him. Nothing. And what happens when he loses? He moves to a Republican state where they reject him. But he got the ranch. That's profiteering on failure. That's what Illinois Republicans do. But Tom Sedeca has something to give people who are stuck here for love and affection and jobs and can't leave because of timing and family, whatever it is. Now at least you can take your money and exchange it with people of like minds versus people that hate you. It's another reason never to go to a video gaming parlor or a dispensary because an Illinois Republican owns it and they profit from it. Uh, Where's my guy? Scott Narora. Sean, I, th- I find it hilarious that uh, they're disappointed that they didn't drug test the uh, 500 people that came to the White House, <laughs> knowing that 
450 of those 500 are going to test positive anyway. So what did you yeah. really do? You didn't narrow anything down. But Scott, we could have bet on how many of them were actually on Adderall. I say 90%. What do you say? Yeah, yeah we, could, we could find out who the Heron user is. Oh, I think we should have tested them all. We could have bet on the results. We could have had the Illinois Gaming Board maybe put it up at Rivers. Oh, we could have made money on the whole thing. John Garfield Ridge, you got 50 seconds. Hey, Sean, how you doing, brother? Good, babe. Good. You know, what do you think is higher? The percentage of public school kids that can read and do math at grade level <laughs> or the percentage of the kids that are on a prescription drug Ooh. or uh, you know, Ritalin? Or, uh, well, uh, the ones that are on drugs are much higher than the ones that can read. I mean, that's not even a tough I, question. I, but, I agree, at least yeah. at CPS. But, I mean, John, you know anybody, they, your grandmother raised in the Depression? Uh, well, maybe my great grandma. Yeah. I know they're born. To, Sean, Sean, really quick. If if when I was growing up, if I would have told my old man that you know I can't go out and get a job because uh, <laughs> I have the ability, you got to go. It's a hard break. Yes, anxiety would have got you an ass kicking. We'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc. He's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. This looks like a job for me, so everybody just follow me. My next guest is somebody who I've been lucky enough to have talked to before. He's a young man who gives us optimism and hope in the future. It's nice to see when young people understand that the greatest threat to their freedom is a government that doesn't recognize it. He is James Fishback. He's the founder and executive director of Incubate Debate, the largest and only no-cost debate league in Florida for now, but hopefully throughout the country. James, how are you? I'm great, Sean. Thanks for having me back. Well, you know, I, I first of all, I, I'm so impressed with you, and I believe so strongly in your mission that I want to make you uh, come on as much as possible to help you because I think that what will change this nation is the children and the kids and the young men and women who demand liberty, freedom, and the principles the nation was founded on, like free speech. And, you know, three years of open and notorious censorship by a government, misinformation, told to you as facts we need to change it in the future that's how important i think your mission is i appreciate it and i couldn't agree more and we see it i mean since the last time we spoke sean we had a federal judge say that the united states federal government is not allowed to tell social media companies to censor its citizens in the name of so-called vaccine disinformation or questions about gender affirming care the federal government can never tell its citizens to be quiet to shut up that is un-American, and it's against everything our founding fathers stood for. I have liked a couple of people that run for office rarely in my life. Um, somebody who I do like is actually teamed up with you. Vivek Ramaswamy launches the Patriotism Scholarship, and I couldn't help but notice, before I could say I like it, it looks like uh, you jumped on board with him as well. Is that correct? It, it is, and I'm grateful to have his and his wife's support. They reached out to me a couple weeks ago, and for their son's first birthday, they wanted to put together a scholarship fund that would give 10 young Americans a $25,000 scholarship 
with no GPA requirement, no strings attached. You didn't have to do X, Y, Z, jump through hoops, check a million different boxes on how oppressed you were. But a very simple question, Sean, what does it mean to be an American? That's all. Upload a two-minute video to all of the parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles who are your listeners. Grab your grandchild, your son, your daughter, and have them go to incubatedebate.org. They can participate in the scholarship. It's a two-minute video. What does it mean to be an American? And the best part, Sean, is that this scholarship isn't just for going off to college. It's if you want to go to vocational or technical school. Mm-hmm. If you have an entrepreneurial endeavor, it will cover that as well. And if you're going to go off and serve our country in the armed forces or in law enforcement, it will cover that as well. So it's, it's a huge opportunity. And what we're already seeing with the submissions that are flooding in is young Americans are speaking out and proudly declaring themselves American and what that means for them. I like Vivek Ramaswamy for a multitude of reasons. Um most of which is that he's made his own money. He didn't inherit any money. He made his money, and he took advantage of the opportunity that America gave him, which will always be what saves this country, are people that are aware of exactly how important it is and why it's special. And he does something else here that I love. Unlike a, a, a political whore or a prostitute of any kind or pimp, he gives away his own money. He's not doing this in a bureaucracy so he can pick and choose loyalists. He's simply doing this because he understands how important it is. And I think that this scholarship will resonate far more than a political whore who tries to give away someone else's money and has to be defeated in a court of law. No one's going to come in and say, Vivek, you can't give away your money, are they? No, they can't. They can't. And now that you've met him and his wife and you've talked to him, I'm curious to know your impression of him because I I think he understands. He's so smart. He's smarter than I am by far. He understands that the deck, the, the deck is stacked against him. He understands that the Leviathan of corruption, the Republican Party writ large, will circle the wagons and work to defeat him almost as hard as the Democrats. But I think he sees the future in your generation. And is that the impression you get from him? It absolutely is. He is the first millennial to ever run for president as a Republican. And I can tell you that having spoke with him, having met with him and his wife and his kids several times, he's a family man. He deeply cares about the future of this country. And one thing to be able to care about the future of this country, one thing you got to do is for young people to understand how privileged they are to live in the United States of America. And that's what this scholarship is about. Yes, it's about $250,000 going out to 10 different kids, but it's also, Sean, about sparking a conversation and a reflection in young people that has them look around and say, what does it actually mean to be an American? Is it about community? Is it about standing up for individual rights? Is it about pushing back on excess government control? Is it how we come together in times of natural? What does it mean to be an American? So I'm proud to partner with him and his wife on this. I I can tell you from the submissions that have come in, it's going to be a very tough contest for us to pick those 10. We've got kids all over the country, the Midwest, the South, the Northeast, the Great Plains, submitting their videos to win this $25,000 scholarship. I think this is absolutely wonderful. And, um, you know, I'm curious to know, from your, your perspective, kids, for the most part, I believe humanity in general, longs to be free. It's what keeps me optimistic. I love the idea of the fact that what America's built on is... Uh, Ironically, the Enlightenment, it's something that happened under oppression. I think the human 
species longs to be free. And I think, although I call this American Dark Ages, the best is yet to come, and it will come in the future. What is your feel? Are you watching your your attention grow? Are you seeing more kids participate? I know you started in Florida, but like I said in the tease, I want you to be nationwide. Do you think that that's happening fast? And are you optimistic in the growth of the demand for free speech you see? I couldn't be more optimistic. You know, when I wrote these pieces for the free press over the past two months, I shined a light on the kind of censorship and attack on free speech that's happening in all places in high school debate. And what I'm seeing, the conversations, young people standing up, I want to read one of them to you. This is from a young girl named Amanda. She's from Newport, Ritchie, Florida, which is on the West coast of Florida, not too far from Tampa. And here's what she says in her submissions. She says to the question, what does it mean to be an American? It means to fight for our freedoms to keep our heads high. Don't let anyone tell us that we can't say what we want. To be an American is to be proud and to always find new frontiers. It's a land of opportunity and history. And this is the generation we're told, Sean, that is the most progressive that we've ever seen. And I just don't buy that. I think when you give young people across this country a voice and you don't let MSNBC or CNN tell them and talk for them, they actually are surprisingly value the same things that conservatives like you and me and Vivek value. Yeah. The, the, the ideas that set this country in motion. So I think there's a pretty big divergence on how the media is talking about Gen Z and how people like me, you, and Vivek are actually seeing Gen Z. I think the Vivek Ramaswamy American Identity Scholarship is going to be an important force in shining a light on how just conservative Gen Z actually is. Well, what what's I always felt was going to be the saving grace of the, of the challenges we face is that collectivism not only has failed for the last 200 years, but collectivism is always based on the group. It leaves out the individual. And the individual of intelligence, the individual of desire, the individual of self-respect will be a terrible collectivist. And in some cases, having kids that are aware of exactly what individualism is, what America is, that will save us because America wasn't built on the collective. It wasn't built on the government's right to be supreme and the mitigator and arbitrator of justice and rights. It was built on the individual and the rule of law guaranteeing the individual rights. And I think kids that are victims of collectivism, victims of failed policies, victims of government failure, they are the ripe target for freedom, for liberty, and they just need to get the word. And I think it'll only happen when it's from one of their peers. They don't want to listen to an old guy like me. They want to listen to somebody like you who's young and promising the Enlightenment, promising liberty. And I think that's how this whole country was built. These kids were 19. They were 22. They were 26. Those are the founding fathers. And once these kids realize the power they have, I think it's going to be a runaway train and it'll beat back this 80-year-old dimwit in diapers pretending to be president. But more importantly, the Leviathan government that guarantees extortion of its property and its rights of the individual. I think it's exciting to see what's happening with your, with your group. I really do. Well, thank you, Sean. And I couldn't agree more. I think that most people become conservative with time, right? They pay a a decade's worth of taxes and they realize the short end of the stick, how they're getting screwed by the by the government. But I'll tell you, when young people I've met with hundreds of them all over my state because of incubate debate, when they tell me what the government did to them with lockdowns, 
what the government did with vaccine mandates, the lies that they pushed about the pandemic and stole them, stole their precious, precious childhood and teenage years from them, robbed them of that, threw them behind a mask and told them lies and told them to shut up. They are having this epiphany toward conservatism at a far earlier date. They're rejecting collectivism Releasing the ideas that set this country into motion. And I'm proud to stand with Vivek Ramaswamy and shining a light on these young voices as they participate in this contest. And we can find out who these young people are and what it actually means for them to be an American. You know what else, James, I find really exciting about this is that these kids look at this city, this this leader of the Republican Party, old lady face Mitch McConnell. They look at this 80 year old. They look at the corruption in the Senate. They look at the ridiculousness of the Republicans in the Congress. They realize that the people who are speaking really for their best interest and on their behalf are rejected by the party writ large. What's really exciting to me is this could also be the end of the corrupt Republican establishment the way we know it, as they will reject these frauds trying to placate to kids who are demanding freedom, liberty and the right to speak freely. I think this could be the end of the Republican establishment party as well. That to me is what Vivek Ramaswamy's campaign represents. I think this guy poses the biggest threat to the establishment. They've already become never Trumpers. You've got a tremendous amount of Republicans that like to watch Donald Trump for schadenfreude and other reasons, be cheated, be attacked. But Vivek Ramaswamy can avoid that. In my opinion, I'm curious to know what your feeling is. I, 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 I'm seeing exactly what you're seeing. I'm seeing a rejection of this mainstream establishment Republican ideology. We're seeing it on the Ukraine issue specifically, right? Yeah. This America first strand of our party is rising up, is more vocal than ever. I think Vivek is an important part of that conversation. I'll tell you, I'm looking forward to that debate in Milwaukee. Me too. At the end of August. Me too. Because I think that's going to change this race in a really, really big way. James Fishback, I tell you, it is so wonderful to see somebody in your generation like you put up the kind of fight you did. It, you, you were blessed to be born in America, blessed to be raised in Florida, and smart enough to witness the atrocity happen outside Florida and other countries, the ones that are led by Democrats, as they stole your peers' future or tried to intimidate, try to make them Marxist. And what you're doing, specifically on the First Amendment, but with your organization, brother... I'm going to be proud to have you on months ago, proud to have you on, proud to call you a friend of mine, and I love what you do. I want everybody to go to Incubate Debate. Is it .com or .org? We got our bases covered. We got both. IncubateDebate.org. They can apply for the Vivek Ramaswamy American Identity Scholarship. If you've got a nephew, niece, grandson, grandchild, son, daughter, have them apply. It will literally only take them two minutes. They can earn $25,000 the moment they graduate high school. I am so proud of you. Thank you for making time for me. I really appreciate you. Thank you, Sean. God bless you. You too. We'll be back with your calls and comments. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. Well, it's a real good bet. The best is yet to come. Now you're going to get scrubbed. It's true. This time in history, American Dark Ages of this idiot pretending to be the president. Do you think these kids are going to accept the ramifications of Bidenomics or the reality that this imbecile pretends to be capable of running? They're not. And then there's another 
pesky little issue that the kids, the youth of the world will expose and are exposing. Sadly, not in America. No, no, no. It's happening in other countries who live under oppression and lies of their government. Well, a warm welcome to this talk Thursday, the 13th of July. Now, I'm going to show you a slide from the authorities in Western Australia. And from this, you can decide whether you want to watch this video or not. The rate of adverse reactions to COVID vaccines has now been published for 2021. It's six months late, but it is also a very honest report. Because it's not in America. So the report is two and a half years late. It's about 2021, right when the vaccinations and the ramifications of said vaccination were kicking in. And your government was colluding with Google, an asshat known as Facebook, and other Silicon Valley oligarchs to hide the true reality of what was happening to the world. The blue line here, the blue arrow, shows when COVID vaccines were introduced these are adverse events following immunizations reported by the Western Australian authorities or to the Western Australian authorities 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2021, when the COVID vaccines were introduced. And we see this massive increase in adverse reactions. See, that used to be called side effects. But because of the government's collusion with information, the censorship that would make Joseph Goebbels smile. In that evil Nazi kind of way they do. Just check Stefan Bandera's picture to find out. This is going to irritate the youth. Luckily, luckily, even though in Australia most people were vaccinated, some of the kids weren't. Some of the kids will be angered by their friends that were. To vaccines which have been reported. Now, of course, immediately you're going to say, well, just a minute, there was a lot more COVID vaccines given. Well, that's true. To an extent, that's true. But the rate of adverse reactions in the COVID vaccines were over 20, about 24 times higher per vaccine dose given. I'm sorry. It sounded like he said 24 times higher. Oh, he did? That's Dr. John Campbell, who uh, up and until YouTube takes down another one of his videos can be found on YouTube. But I highly recommend Rumble, which is where my show is. See, I'm not welcome on the Nazi Fourth Reich heavy censorship of Google and Asset. Am I on Asset? I am? That's all right. Just put up there, I hate it. So this is a quite uh, outrageous amount of adverse reactions. It's great that Western Australia have come up with this data. It's six months later than we were expecting this report, but they've come up with it. But it's two years from when they started to, to calibrate it. So this is the report here, Western Australian Vaccine Safety Surveillance for 2021. Government of Western Australia Department of Health, so all official data. And of course, we don't know the rate of underreporting in Western Australia, but in the United Kingdom, we do know from British Medical Journal data that perhaps only about 10% of serious adverse reactions are reported. So these represent, in my view, absolute minimal levels. And if I had known this prior to being vaccinated in 2021 myself, there is no way. I would have accepted this vaccine. These rates of adverse reactions for me, for my personal risk, are just way too high. They are for everybody, Dr. John Campbell. But you weren't given that information. You were censored from it by your government. And then there's the misinformation, like we're about to hear right here. I love him. He's a fat guy, and yes, he's a short-in-the-pants, Democrat, ass-kissing, recipient of a mystical, magical pension. I have an opportunity to expose this for what it is. Cream Puff Jim, 
Go ahead. Give anyway, it to me. Give me your brilliance. Said, give it to me. Anyway, I grew up in the 50s and 60s. Now, there were no homeless people. There were no video on your home. I never had a key to my house. I could hitchhike from here to Los Angeles without being molested. Uh, I went to I went to Grammar School, well, School for three bucks a month. I went to college. And when I went to college, I'd get a loan from the local bank. And the guy that ran the joint says, well, what's up, Jim? I said, well, I need a couple hundred to go to Maywood with. He goes, okay. So that, that semester was only $1,000. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, but I'd read the future. You'd read the future, and it said in the future there'd be four day work weeks. Uh-huh. There'd be health care for everybody. Yeah. there'd be long vacations. Uh-huh. <laughs> It'd be like everybody works for the street department. Now, get to your other point about the about the pieces and the irons. Get to that one. Come on. What? Oh, are you the guns? You mean? Yeah, give me that one. That's my favorite one. Give me that. Give well, me yeah, that. yeah. Well, I mean, I never saw anybody with a gun. I don't know. You know, all I know is. I never saw anybody with a gun. I had a couple of guns pulled on me. I take that back. I, I listen to this real quick. My car was, I was at a party and my car was, you know, the guy jammed it in. I couldn't get, I couldn't get something. I turned around. Yeah. There was a guy with a silver gun. He's walking toward me. I said, I'm going to make you eat that gun. I said, I'm going to eat the yeah. He started shooting over my head. So I put my hands up on the car. You know? yeah. I had to give him, I said, what are you, the vigilante from Mars? Yeah. I've had a couple of people pull guns at me. Well, here's what I want to tell you. Thank you, by the way, for the call. Yeah. Now, here's what I want to tell you. I want to tell you a couple. Things. Number one, in the 50s, the reason everything was cheaper is because the government rejected the ideology of communism. Once you implement communism and Marxism and socialism into programs, they massively spike up. Think of healthcare before the government was allowed to tinker with it. Remember when the doctor used to come over there and pretend that you were a normal weight for a kid your age? You weren't. And then when it comes to guns, funny thing about the 50s, there were no regulations, none. There's no such thing as a Foyd card or concealed carry. In fact, those were the people who were back from World War II. And there were actually more guns per household, specifically in neighborhoods like Chicago, than there are now. Everybody had a gun. It was far safer. What was the difference? And you could argue about the gun laws. and But the real answer is the character of the citizen. Because they wouldn't collude with the idea of corruption and communism in government the way they do today. So once again, Cream Puff Jimmy, wrong, wrong, but you're used to being wrong. You're a Chicago Democrat. And the more your government cheats you and lies you and corrupts institutions you depend on and services you depend on, the more you turn to your abuser, which makes you a Democrat and a buffoon. But we knew you were a buffoon. You obviously can't calculate the calories on the back of all of that food you keep eating, shoveling it. Because at this point, you're maintaining 400 pounds. You're not a victim of some sort of gland problem. 312-642-5600. I'm too fat. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. I'm not going to be ashamed of liking this song. I'm not going to be intimidated by you, squirrel. I'll take my shirt off right now. Amy, Wisconsin. Hi, Sean. How are you? Splendid. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I want to say before anything else, I cannot understand one word Cream Puff Jim says. Oh, I know. I love that about him. That's all right. He has the best intentions to convince us to never vote Democrat again. I love having him on. I know a lot of thick Chicago accents, and I can pretty much, you know, find my way through. But I I don't know what he's saying. You know what it is, Amy? I'm old. And when I started uh, getting 
dragged down to the South Water Market to load trucks. That's how everybody talked. And you had to understand them or you lost your job. So he's a fond memory of a time long forgotten for me. Go ahead. <laughs> totally. So anyway, I wanted to call. Um, my husband's a union worker, but he's, I promise you, he's one of the good guys. He They're was, all the good um, guys. The workers are the good guys. It's the mafia on top yeah. I can't stand. <laughs> exactly. So he's got, you know, almost 20 years with this group. I can't say uh, which union because we no, don't. No, I don't want you to get in trouble. If I, <laughs> they'll come looking for me. Yeah. But anyway, um, you know, nothing, like none of our values align with them. And I'm not going to lie. It's a good paycheck. There's pluses and minuses to any job, right? Right. But like the more, the older we get and the more they try to shove the politics down our throat and they try to you know, they're saving the world and all this mm-hmm. kind of nonsense. So it's the electrical the union. Go ahead. Yeah. You know, the more it's like what this, this is terrible. And we don't we even want to support something like this, but he works for them. I mean, how it's like, how do you, I think a lot of people are feeling this way with their businesses or their sure. unions or whatever they're working for. It's like enough. We're, we're over it. You know, Oh, I'm getting a tornado warning. Hold on. Go ahead. Well, listen, it's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's Wisconsin, and I want you to know, I've got. Yeah. I'll bet you. I'll bet you a good chunk of money. He makes more money outside the union, especially if he starts his own business. He'll make five times the money, mm-hmm. and that's the that's you the thing they want you to forget. And they pretend, and and in some cases they give you a fair deal, but believe me, you're being abused for it. And I think you can get a good deal by managing your own four hundred one k to a certain extent, or expanding yeah. your own work. And I understand it's the yeah. lure of the golden handcuffs, and that's what they try to do. That's what Cream Puff Jim was lured by. He had the golden handcuffs. He sat there, and he hates himself for it. That's the explanation right. for the 420-pound physique. It's a soft way of, of, of keeping himself down. But, Amy, I think your husband will do fine, in particular if he goes into business. I really, really do. And you got to remember. It's hard to walk away. Of course it is. You know, it is. But in the private sector, prior to Joe Biden, Union participation yeah. made up 6% of the workforce in the private union. Right. Only in the municipal right. arena of phony politics and magic money can it ever survive. So he's just getting out in front of a failed system anyway. And he's still entitled to, I'm sure he's vested, I'm sure he's got his pension, and now he can yeah. go out and go on to his own. I think it's the right move, and I'm stay in touch with me, will you please? I will. I Here. know. It's, it's a decision. We, we've got little kids and it's like, oh my God, this seems like we've, even, when you put so much time into something and you know this, like you feel crazy for even thinking about walking away from it when you've got this and we sucked out COVID and COVID sucked for him. Yeah. Um, Amy, I have a cousin. I want you to be inspired. And I'm not going to embarrass my cousin, although he doesn't give a rip. Anyway, <laughs> he was in the similar situation and he was yeah. tired of getting, he didn't like his business agent. He didn't like anything. He didn't oh. like the shakedown. So he said, screw it. I'm going to go on my own. And he did. First as a truck driver, then he went into the fence business. And I'm going to tell you okay. what, he's very, very, very successful now. It's the, it's, it, yeah. Those are the guys that change the world. Sitting there waiting yeah. for your retirement, it's not going to, you got a good deal, but it's, you could cut yourself a better one, and you have to have that confidence to do it. And I want you to stay in touch with me. I'm going to put you on hold, and we're going to get you a T-shirt, your husband a T-shirt. Thank Aww. you very much. I want to stay in touch with you. And I want to know if I can help them in any way. All right, we're going to get your information. Thanks. You're not going to talk to you're not going to talk to Honey Bunny. Macbeth is filling in, and his cleavage is hairy, but he can get your information. Thank you very much, Amy. Nice. Okay, bye, son. Uh, Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing today? Splendid. How are you, kid? 
Yeah, all right. First of all, forget unions. Unions like SCIU, if you do your job, you got nothing to worry about. But the reason I was calling today, I want to ask you, what do you think about the no label party in Joe Manchin? Do you think he's just doing this to run for eventually run for I governor and save face? Joe, Manch, Joe Manchin is one of the few Democrats that was ever friendly and in multiple photographs with Robert Byrd. I never bought Joe Manchin. He is a Democrat mafia member who lives when he's in Washington in a $3 million yacht. His kids have cushy, corrupt jobs. I don't give a rip about Joe Manchin. However, what he is doing by breaking or affecting the duopoly of corruption known as the Republican and Democrats, I completely support. Because the worst part of this situation is I don't care if it's Trump or Vivek Ramaswamy or DeSantis, you have to pretend to support Republicans. And that lowlife rat scum who has done nothing but enrich the Democrat mafia by Kevin McCarthy brags about how much money they've raised this year as they set records. So I want to break apart the duopoly of corruption. And I don't care how we do it. But the idea that I have to turn to my abuser and pretend to be part of the team, you can kiss my firm ass. Thank you very much. Republicans make me sick at a slight less degree than the open and notorious gangster government mafia Democrat party. Chris in Barrington. Hey, Sean. I don't know if you have looked at the news recently, but about an hour ago, the White House just published that they are recalling individual ready reserve and reserve troops well i've been doing the show but that doesn't surprise me baby the military industrial complex has a new base and it's the democrat mafia used to be the the george bush dick cheney republicans both 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 rats and cowards dick cheney my favorite kind of coward but the idea that they have sent all of our brave true patriotic warriors to die so they could profit makes me sick but now the Democrats do it with more vigor, and that makes it an obvious scam. But it's sad and disgusting, and it really is. But I'm always going to support the warrior and reject the coward that sends them. Thank you very much, Chris and Barry. It doesn't surprise me. We've been fighting this war. Am I still pretending these are Ukrainians? No, no, no. I remember when, we, when the Ukrainians got started. Remember we gave them one bazooka. They fired it in Poland. We had to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Dummies, aim at the right target at least. Can you do that? Mike on the north side. Hey, buddy, how are you? Splendid, how are you? Hey, I just want to tell you, the municipal unions were good when the Italians ran it. But as soon as Daly and the FBI chased them out, they started stealing from the pensions. And I want to ask you, I'll pay for them. I couldn't get any VIP tickets to your cigar smoker. I want to bring the colonel. You met him. Yeah, I, I love the colonel. Him. Love the colonel. Hang on. And hang I, on. Don't I hang on. I want to bring a publisher. Easy now. This is starting to, starting to turn into a, into a cabal. Hang on. We're going to get your information. I went long. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson, and this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM 560, The Answer. You can always tell when it's getting close to Friday. Squirrel's game gets a little uptick, a little power shift, no clutch. In the meantime, I have a long history with unions. A couple myself worked in those industries, have family and relatives. It's an interesting concept. And if it worked, it would be a great little sales pitch but it isn't 
And the idea that they have the power that they have to get behind this corrupt whore, Joe Biden, since the 70s. And we pretend it's not organized crime. And the upper echelon of the union mafias that always go away for corruption. And it just is accepted. But now as men, grown men and women, you would be asked to support this idiot. And uh, what was the second part of your question? How could you do it? How could you give away everything the country's built on because you're going to get a contract from this piece of dung? Money is dirty paper. It comes and goes. Character doesn't. You can only give it away once. Jim Campton Hills. Hey, Sean, great to hear you. I'm disappointed the cigar event in Chicago is sold out. So maybe Is it really sold out already? I, I believe so. I believe so. But I just wanted to compliment you. I just had this conversation with my daughter. She's stuck. One of my four daughters, she's stuck in a medical profession for 15 years. Yeah. And she ran into a problem because one of the patients said that my, our daughter slapped her. And uh, so she lost two days pay. There was nothing to the charges, but she loses two days pay and she's got no recourse. And she wants to start her own Maybe Botox or some kind of program. You know, Jim, as the, as the sweetheart real. deals from Obamacare expire, if you remember, they were 10 years. So they're starting to expire. And now these unions aren't getting that sweetheart cushy deal that they pawned off on the private sector. You're going to see yeah. more and more members say, what exactly is it that you're doing for me? And on top of it, the result of having this whore in office, this election stealing fraud, this is going to weigh on good people. Because you could say a lot of things about union guys But one thing's for sure, the vast majority of them love the country. Even though they know it's a scam, they love the country. And when they see the undeniable fact that Joe Biden is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party and the oligarchs in Ukraine, and they see the mayhem of his foreign policy and the death for nothing and the profiteering, they're going to run from these organizations. That's going to be the silver lining. Yeah, I certainly hope so. And yesterday's due process denied. What a wonderful guest and what a wonderful cause. Uh, support it. I'm, I'm going to. And uh, those poor January 6 people, God bless them. Jim, I want you to stay pat on the cigar thing. I'm going to talk. We'll see if we can expand it a little more. All right? I'd love it, man. I'd love it. Thank you. You make sure you come up to me. I appreciate you, Jim, very much. And all of you. And don't worry. Everybody knows. Everybody knows what this rat is. And I don't care how lost it feels. Ultimately, they know. Fredrickson of Denmark and uh, the Ministry of COVID, daughter of Ireland, uh, daughter of Ireland. You can tell that's a 40th slip. I'm thinking of home. Men and women of character, don't sit by while this disgrace to our nation corrupts it, sells out to the communists, gives our money away on corrupt foreign policies. There will be ramifications, and I will be back in 21 hours. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.